Hello, hello everyone. I would say welcome back to Treetop Talks, but I am changing the name. (laughs) I'm still figuring that out. Maybe I should have decided that before I started the podcast that I wanted to change it, but I mean, I guess things happen and we're just going to go with the flow and the name is going to come to me when the time is right. I'm not that worried about it. More excited, if anything, to see what names are going to come into my mind. So that's super exciting. Um, Today, I really wanted to go over boundaries, passiveness, and resentment and how they all tie together. I first want to explain kind of how they're all connected because I know that might seem a little confusing in the beginning. Um, I want to kind of explain how to set boundaries and when to set them. And what to do if someone disrespects your boundaries, how to really go about that. So yeah, I guess we can just get started with that. So how they're all connected. Boundaries are things that we try to do out of self-respect and self-love and self-value. And we implement these not only towards other people, but ourselves too. And with boundaries, you kind of have to be firm and assertive and clear on what you want and that's where passiveness kind of plays its role especially with particular people Um, it does play a role if you're using passiveness while setting a boundary yes but I guess I'm more talking about passive people who are generally just that like oh I don't really care whatever you want to do like it's up to you but they actually do care So if you're one of those people, I'm not coming at you. I'm not attacking you. I just think it's cool to really look into how being passive can kind of disrupt your boundaries and cause resentment that doesn't need to be there. So a lot of passive people just kind of act like they don't care when they do. And in that, your boundaries get totally disrespected because people don't think that you really have any If you're always cool with paying the entire bill and not having people pay you back and you've kind of set that forward in motion from day one, people, although they should kind of still be paying you back, might just think that it's normal for you to feel okay with that and they might not question whether or not that's okay. And now you're sitting there and you're like, damn, I've been paying the bill since day one and it's day 17 and I'm really tired of this. And I'm starting to dislike these people. I have so much resentment and anger and like annoyance towards these people. But is that fair to the other people if you've never spoken up and you've never set that boundary? Something like doing a favor for someone. If you're one of those people that's always, yes, 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 I'll do it. I don't care what it takes. I don't care what things I need to stop in my life to accommodate for you. And you constantly kind of advertise yourself that way. And now people are asking all these favors of you and kind of having that expectation that you're going to do it anyway, because in the past, you've always done that for them. You keep saying yes, and now you start feeling resentment towards them. You might think that they're using you. You might get really annoyed with always having to stop your own life to help out other people. Now, is it fair to the people that are asking you for help for for you to be mad at them? Because from the beginning, you were kind of okay with it. You were setting that standard, that expectation that you were capable of doing that and you didn't have a problem with stopping your life to help somebody else. 
So it's not really the, the group's fault for always coming to you for help and when they need you if you've never really set that clear boundary of, you know what, no, today I can't do that. I have my own responsibilities. I have obligations. I have my own shit I need to do and I'm not willing to stop that for you. And that should be okay because we are in control of our own lives. We live for ourselves and it just isn't fair to the other people that you start to resent. And what kind of a relationship do you think that would build for, you know, the people that you're starting to resent because of your passiveness? They're going to sit there and maybe you're throwing some subtle shade of annoyance and that you're so bothered by them. And they're going to sit there like, I'm so confused. She was never mad about this before. Is she annoyed with me? Is she mad at me? Is she mad at the circumstance? Like what's going on? They're going to start going through their own heads and be super confused as to why you're mad. So I think it's just really important to understand how passiveness plays into boundaries and how we need to be a little more assertive. And I've definitely picked up on that through other people. There have been times that people are always that yes person. And maybe I wasn't purposely, you know, constantly going to them because I knew they'd drop everything, but it just felt like that safe space. And I I knew that they would be there for me. And then you do start to feel that resentment. And it's a really uncomfortable place to be on the other end of receiving the resentment. That was a mouthful to say. (laughs) Um, On the other side of receiving the resentment, because you've kind of been accustomed to this lifestyle that you have with them and these unspoken understandings. So yeah, just be really clear on that. And that's how kind of passiveness and resentment and boundaries all really play together. Um, I know for me, at least in the past, I've had a really hard time setting boundaries And I definitely was that person as well that maybe I wouldn't be stopping my life for you, but um, I was kind of far away from a lot of my friends and I, I still am. And I was totally okay with just taking a phone call whenever and I was like, oh, well, I don't know the next time I'm gonna be able to talk to them. And I'd be stopping entirely what I'm doing, whether it was obligations like homework or I was with my friends. Like now I'm taking away the time from my friends that I'm seeing in person because I feel like I gotta take this phone call and now I'm getting mad. But I put myself in those shoes and I set that expectation for other people that, okay, I'm fine with taking a phone call and dealing with your issues for a whole hour. And that's totally fine because like I'm setting that, that I guess not really boundary. I'm not setting that boundary with them. I'm being totally passive. I'm acting like I don't care. I'm answering the phone call with open ears and an open heart, which is what I love to do. But after a while, I just felt really dragged down by being that kind of that person holding the weight for so many other people's problems. And as I was putting so much time into other people's problems, I was taking away from my own time to help myself and to do what I needed to do to stay afloat, to end up helping them anyway. So I started to feel that resentment. And when I really thought about it and I was aware of what I was doing I was like this is all me like this is not my friend's fault like any of them it's not their fault at all this is totally my fault for acting like it was totally okay in the beginning and not sticking to like hey I'm doing this I could call you back at a certain time I was just letting letting that kind of take over and it did take a toll on me and it did 
caused me to have resentment towards people that were totally undeserving of it. Which is rough because no one wants to feel any sort of like tension, turmoil, none of that. That's not fun at all. Like, especially towards friends and people you care about. That's not fun. So, yeah, that's on that. And again, I think it's really important to kind of know how to set boundaries and when to set boundaries. So, as always, we're going to talk about mindfulness and awareness. I think when setting boundaries, it's important to recognize how you feel after you don't set a boundary and how you feel like a boundary was disrespected. Think about a time when you said yes and you meant no. Like, did you get that feeling in your stomach, in your chest, even that urge to sigh and be like, ugh, why did I do that? And you were just super annoyed with yourself and you kind of felt like you disrespected your own time or your own emotions, whatever it may be, it kind of feels stinky on your own end. And that comes down to awareness of your feelings and how you feel when you set a boundary. In the beginning, it is totally uncomfortable setting boundaries. Like it really can be. And I understand that entirely. But once those boundaries start being respected by people that genuinely care about you, you feel that in yourself. You feel kind of proud of what you did and that self-respect that you cultivated and you just embodied. It really does feel great. So for me, knowing when to set a boundary usually happens a little late, um, at least for now, since I'm pretty new at setting them in certain situations. I guess for a while I'm I've been pretty good at setting them in certain relationships, but other ones, it was really tough for me to set those. And I felt like I was aware of knowing I needed to set the boundary after I realized I disrespected what I wanted. And I said yes when I meant no. And then I got that feeling of like, "Mm, nope, you should not have done that. (sighs) So yeah, that's that. I really don't... um, don't find it that easy or I didn't find it that easy to figure out what boundaries I needed to set in the beginning, which I feel like now might be why I set a decent amount. Maybe I do. Maybe everyone's going to be like, no, you totally don't. But I think I do. I think I set pretty good boundaries. Uh, maybe not directly, but <laughs> indirectly. Um, yeah. And I think knowing how to set them is really important too because it's easy to sit here and be like yeah you need to set boundaries but like how how are you supposed to set them and how do you go about that so I think the first thing is being consistent and this is such a two-way street like you can't be confusing the the people that you're setting the boundary on because then they're not gonna know what you you're about and that that kind of plays into the passiveness as well Even if you're not a passive person, you not being consistent is somewhat passive in this situation of setting a boundary because being consistent, you're showing them like, nope, I'm firm on this. If a teacher were to give you a free pass of not doing your homework every so often, like you're just going to start disrespecting that totally and you're just going to stop doing your homework and you're going to totally, you're going to be given an inch and you're going to take a mile and that's it. And that's the same way with boundaries in interpersonal relationships. You have to be firm. You have to be consistent. You have to show that like, yes, I mean this and I'm not going to keep switching up, especially if it's something that you're so passionate about. And I think that it is 
true to say that you need to trust your gut. I mean, sometimes you do just have to go with what feels right. If you're trying not to, let's say, drink during the week, right? But all your friends are going out and you're you're actually excited for it. And it's your friend's birthday and you're kind of pumped. But like you've been trying and you've been saying no the past like five weeks. You've been saying, no, I don't want to go out. I'm not going to go drink. It's during the week. I'm not feeling it. But this time you're super pumped and you're excited. Like think about is the boundary more important or is you actually having fun and doing what you want to do more important? I think it's really necessary to be intuitive and trust your gut. Go with what feels right. Choose you every time you make a decision. Like you're the purpose of decision making, your happiness, your well-being. So if you feel like it's going to be a great night and you really want to go out and you want to celebrate the birthday, be kind of easy on yourself. Just kind of know know when it feels right and know when it feels wrong and just build up your intuition. And yeah, just do do what makes you happy. And overall, you can be consistent, but I think every once in a while, if you're really, really genuinely wanting to go, it might just be worth it to open that can of worms up. But you're so capable of going back the next week and being like, okay, I had my one night out during the week, but this week and the weeks moving forward, I'm totally not feeling it and I don't want to do that because I know how it makes me feel in the morning. So no. And I'm sure everyone will totally respect it. And everyone's probably going to be pumped as hell that you went out with them during the week at one point. So I think that's a pretty good example. I know for me, um, setting drinking boundaries is pretty important, especially when you're around people that just enjoy going out all the time. Um, Another thing that is probably the most important part of boundaries is creating open communication, somewhat detachment as well. Because boundaries are a two-way street. You have to respect other people's boundaries, which I think in the end helps you respect your own um, and helps other people respect yours. But once you create open communication with people in every aspect, not just boundaries, you feel so much more comfortable being like, you know what, I need like just a little bit of time by myself and then we can regroup and hang out together. But right now, like I haven't been alone in a long time and I just need an hour or two to recharge. And if you have that open communication with someone, you shouldn't feel that like worry before you say it and the other person shouldn't feel offended that you need your time to yourself. No one should ever be offended if you just need like an hour to yourself. Like that is your time. This life is yours. You're allowed to choose that. So choosing to have open, honest, raw communication is so important. Boundaries can get really tricky too. I mean, ask questions. And I mean, if you're confused on someone else's boundaries and you want to know more, like feel free to ask questions and allow other people to ask you questions. And if you don't have the answer, just be like, right now, I'm not sure how I'm going to feel if this situation were to come up, but I'll let you know when it does. Asking questions and being open to answering questions is really really such a key part in communication and not being offended by questions and just hearing them so objectively and wanting to answer with your heart and not your mind. That'll help you also figure out like your extent of boundaries. You could say, um, I need 
I don't know what you could say, but um, you might be setting a boundary and it might be a little vague and people might need a little bit more from you. And in those questions, when they're asking you about the boundary, you might learn a little bit more about the boundary as well. Like, is this what I truly want? How firm am I going to be on this boundary? Like, how long is this going to be in place? Is this a forever thing? Is this a non-negotiable? You'll start to be able to answer those questions and learn more about you and that boundary, which will help the two of you or the group of you move forward with that boundary. Social media. What a place to have boundaries. I've talked about social media before, or I mean, I guess I haven't posted it yet. So maybe it'll be after this one. I haven't decided yet. I haven't listened to it back, but Social media, especially now as everyone is constantly scrolling, it is so important to set boundaries on social media. Like from what you post to who you follow to what you allow people to show you is so important. I need to take a giant gulp of water. I am so sorry. I wonder if you heard the gulp there. Okay, anyway. So social media is a place for you to post what you don't care people will see, right? So we don't want to be posting something that is going to have someone have a completely different mindset on us and then we're going to start to resent them for having that feeling. When we originally posted that one thing, whatever it may be, we have to post something and we know we're going to have judgment and we know we're going to have feedback whatever we post. It could be a freaking lollipop and people are going to have a comment on that post. Whether it's in their head or literally commenting on it, People are going to have opinions and we just have to remember that social media, we got to post what we don't care people will see. And we also need to choose what we want to see on social media. So you can totally mute people. That is a complete boundary that you are setting or just choosing not to follow back certain people. Like if you know something is going to trigger you or somebody is going to trigger you, mute them. It doesn't really matter. And I would also be firm, at least in certain situations, with what you're open with people sharing with you. I know when I was going through a breakup, I was super adamant that I did not want to see anything, (laughs) anything that my ex posted. Like to me, it was completely cut off. I don't want to move forward. I or no, I do want to move forward. So I don't want to keep seeing anything like I don't care what he's doing because it's not a part of my life anymore. And it's also not my business anymore. And I was, I had the most firm boundaries with my friends. They knew not to mention that person, not to show me anything that was posted, not to share anything. And I had so many friends respect that. And they were totally like 100% knew that I was not messing around with it. And then I had someone that reached out and was sharing things that he was doing, which I did not want to hear because again, it wasn't my business. And I had to cut that person off because it wasn't the annoyance of hearing what he was doing. It was the disrespect of the boundary that I was so, so clear with. Like you knew that this piece of information would not make me feel my best. And you decided to still share that with me. So do you genuinely care about me or do you care about the drama and do you care about trying to be like a shoulder for me to lean on? Definitely made me question that. 
So social media, again, a perfect place and opportunity to start setting boundaries with yourself and with other people. And cultivating self-respect and self-value is also a key component to respecting boundaries and having your boundaries respected. Because when you are like truly valuing yourself and loving yourself and you have that self-respect, you don't want to go outside of the, the boundary. Like you don't want to do that for yourself. You know, you don't want other people to come into that space that's yours because you genuinely feel that your body is your home and your mind is your home and you're your own space that should not be disrespected because you have that deep connection with yourself. And what I also find useful when you feel like, because we also need boundaries for ourselves, right? These aren't, I'm not talking about just boundaries of things that we're placing on other people. They're also ones that we place on ourselves, kind of holding ourselves to a certain standard, right? So every time I'm about to do something that's a little off that I know is kind of disrespecting a boundary, ask myself how I would feel if I disrespected someone else's boundary on this level, I probably wouldn't feel good. I know I feel super uncomfortable if I realize I crossed a boundary. That makes me feel terrible. It makes me feel uncomfortable for them, for myself. It makes me question how I wasn't aware of the situation and what I was doing. It makes me worry that they're going to start resenting me, obviously. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I kind of try to ask myself that. How would I feel if someone else did this to me? Am I okay doing this to me if I wouldn't be okay with somebody else doing it to me? Yeah, self-respect is super, super freaking important in every aspect of life, but totally boundaries. But yeah, self-respect, man. Love yourself. All right, and then another part of boundaries and how to set them and how it's helpful to keep them is asking yourself in the future how you would feel after this decision, right? So this, again, is also more centered around you respecting your own boundaries and sticking to them. But like, how would future you feel about this decision? Are they going to be proud? Are they going to be like, eh, it wasn't that deep. So yeah, maybe we could go for it. We'll be fine. Or is future you probably going to be really annoyed, really upset, feel kind of dirty, a little disrespected, just kind of question that. I think in a lot of different situations, it's really cool to picture what your future self would be seeing for current you and what future you would be feeling for current you, you know, how you would feel about yourself. It's kind of interesting. Um, And then I kind of mentioned it before, but respecting other people's boundaries is super key on both respecting your own and having other people respect yours. Because if you're one of those people that totally runs over other people's boundaries, they're going to be like, all right, well, this person doesn't respect mine, so why, why should I be respecting theirs? And as you start respecting others' boundaries, you start to respect your own because you know how to cultivate that. You know how to work with it. You know how to feel about it. It just kind of makes it a lot easier when you're kind of working with somebody else on this. So yeah, those are my tips on kind of how to set them, when to set them and all of that. And 
in the perfect world, we would set a boundary and everyone would be like, yep, we totally will agree with that. We will totally set that boundary and adhere to it. And yep, we all live in peace and harmony, but no. So what do we do when somebody disrespects it and they go over that boundary and how how are we going to go about that now? So back to my story before you could do something as harsh as just like, all right, you disres- disrespected my boundary. You're totally cut off. Okay, that was a little harsh, but I was also really emotionally vulnerable. So <laughs> probably a little more harsh than I normally would have been. But to be a little more... um you know, respectful and really talk to them and try to have a useful conversation and useful and productive communication. Just try to talk to them. And first you can try to put them in your shoes, like share the emotions behind your boundary, share your emotions of them being disrespected. Ask them like not in a mean way, like, do you know how that made me feel? But genuinely like, Do you understand what emotions are now caused by my boundary being disrespected? Like really ask them how they think you feel. Because sometimes people aren't out to get you. They're not trying to disrespect the boundary. Sometimes people don't even notice that it is a boundary that you're disrespecting, you know? So truly ask with curiosity and openness and and. Not an expectation of an argument, but an expectation of finding a true answer and a true understanding of what happened. Really just say, like, do you know what has come from you disrespecting my boundary? And do you even know that my boundary has been crossed? You can just explain to them how you're feeling in that moment and how you felt in the moment of the boundary being disrespected. Some people are totally understanding and way more receptive to feedback like that when you're coming from a genuine, authentic place rather than an attacking standpoint. You know, you never want to go into a conversation on the like attacking or the defensive. Like you should be open to a conversation of learning and building with another person and just being honest with yourself and them and really just share your feelings And just really try to be open and ask questions and learn. You two can learn from each other. Maybe they have feedback for you. Maybe they were like, this was totally not clear. Or you were really inconsistent in the past and I didn't know that this would be disrespecting a boundary because so many times you've let me me cross that line. So maybe you guys can, you know, have like a little give and take and just build with each other and grow with each other from that. Mistakes cause a lot of growing. Again, I'm taking another sip of water. I'm so sorry. Mm. Insert gulp. That was silly. (laughs) All right. And then another tip for what to do if someone disrespects your boundary is to kind of explain why you had the boundary in place to begin with. Like maybe something in your past has set a trigger in your mind And that's why you have such a firm um, boundary. Like maybe if we're talking about physical boundaries, for example, or sexual boundaries, you may not be open to sharing why you don't want someone to touch you in a certain way, but you could have made it clear in the past, like, hey, I really don't want you to touch me in that certain way. And then they do that, right? 
Maybe you'll feel more comfortable if you explain why you have that in the first place. Maybe someone touched you in that certain place in the past and it has just stayed with you and it's made you uncomfortable and it brings you back to that place and it's a trigger. And giving that explanation to someone gives the boundary depth. And I'm not saying ever, ever, ever that you have to explain yourself to someone. But if you're in the place of feeling open and feeling you're in a place of trust, maybe you can open up and say, hey, in the past, I have had this boundary crossed and I have been touched in a way that I really don't like. And that's why I had such a firm boundary in place. And I would really appreciate it if you didn't do that again. And I'm sure the entire perspective would switch on the other person's end when they hear that. A lot of the times people undervalue what we feel because they don't understand it. A lack of understanding causes so much confusion and honestly might cause people to disrespect some boundaries just to find an answer, which is not fair and totally not right. Don't do that to someone, but it can totally be the case. So maybe explaining yourself if you feel comfortable and if you feel like it's necessary to help each other grow, it could be a cool idea. But again, only explain yourself if you feel like you want to and you feel like it'll make the situation and the relationship better. Don't ever feel like you have to explain a no to anybody. You get to say no to whatever you want, whenever you want, for the most part. (laughs) And lastly, my one last tip for um, what to do if someone disrespects your boundary is to just share that you care about them and that you don't want to resent them because Again, if we are all aware that our boundaries being disrespected because we didn't implement them well enough can cause resentment, we know that if someone disrespects blatant boundaries, that we are so clearly going to resent them. We're going to have annoyance towards them. We're going to be angry with them. We're probably going to be upset. So if you genuinely care about the relationship, the friendship with with somebody else, like it's really important to just show that like this boundary is in place and you're talking about it and mentioning it right now because you care about them and you want to keep them in your life and you don't want to have that resentment towards them and you don't want to be annoyed with them. It's just really important to have that open communication and honesty with not only other parties in this, but yourself too. So yeah, I hope this was a little helpful on breaking down boundaries and understanding again like when to set them. If you're feeling uncomfortable by saying yes when you mean no, set that boundary. Um, Be consistent. Create open communication. Be aware when you're on social media. Mute people. Mute people. I will stand by this forever. Mute those people that you don't want to see. Remember to cultivate self-respect, self-value, self-love. And view yourself in the future. See how you, your future self would feel about you doing whatever you're about to do. And respect other people's boundaries as well. Continue to be firm and assertive. And remember that practice makes perfect. It's going to be hard sometimes, especially if you're new to setting boundaries, to really know how to do it, when to do it. And it's going to feel uncomfortable. Growth is the most uncomfortable thing, but it is so damn worth it. So go all in, set those boundaries regardless of who it's with, whether it's a family member, a partner, a friend, an entire community. 
set that boundary if it's making your life any less fulfilling than it should be. And I'm here for everybody and I have open communication with anyone that's wanting to reach out, anyone that has questions, anyone that wants to add something or take this conversation deeper. I'm totally honest and open to it and that would be super exciting to talk about this more. It's been a really relevant topic the past little bit for me. Um, And I will continue to with everybody else in this community to practice setting my boundaries, practice sticking to my boundaries. And I will be practicing more love and respect and honesty and value within and towards other people. And I hope that we all just do the same Give yourself the same love you give others and give others the same love that you give yourself. I really appreciate everyone's time and everyone listening in. And I'm just giving you all an abundance of confidence to go out there, respect yourself, respect your boundaries, be assertive again. And I am so grateful for each and every listener, whether it's five or 50, I'm really overly grateful Thank you so much for tuning in to, again, I don't know the name of this yet right now, but I will. Terrible marketing, terrible business. I know it's okay. We'll figure it out. Thank you so much. Hope to talk to you guys soon. Thank you.